0: Good morning everyone, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Jennifer Long, it's day 620 since the team came back on the air, and I'm filling in solo while the rest of the usual crew is up at the normal power station doing some routine maintenance. I hope Max doesn't electrocute himself. Or anybody else. Anyway, I'm sure they'll be fine. So. For today's broadcast, I wanted to tell everyone about something that happened the other day while I was on a supply run that got me thinking. I was basically done getting what I needed and was making my way back towards the shore when I heard a couple gunshots. Then heard someone yell and the telltale sounds of nearby zombies from the other side of a few trees. I was so close to my boat that I had a fleeting thought To just keep going because I was tired and really wanted to get back on the water and had managed to avoid any run-ins with our undead friends so far. But then I thought, what if it was me? If I needed help and someone could clearly tell that I was struggling, I would really hope that they would come help me. Granted, in our current situation, I can understand an every-man-for-himself mindset, but that's something that I struggle with and don't want to embody. So I slowly made my way to a point where I could see what was going on and saw that it was a younger guy It couldn't be more than 17 or 18 who was holding a gun like a baseball bat and facing a couple zombies. I guessed he'd used his last bullets and missed. The poor kid looked terrified but also pretty angry which I can totally understand. I'd be frustrated too. He saw me from where I was trying to take everything in, and we made eye contact. I showed him that I had my gun, and after I got ready to take the zombies out, I motioned for him to take off out of my line of fire. I shouted to get the attention of the two zombies, and once they were close enough, I took care of them. So I made my way over to where the kid had run to check on him. His name was Jason, he said he was okay, and thanked me for helping him out. Apparently, he'd been on a run to try and find more ammo and had used the last of his during his unfortunate encounter when he was too shaken to get his aim right. We talked some more, and I found out that it's just him and his 12-year-old brother. He said they've been managing all right together, but he didn't think his brother would be okay on his own yet. So he was worried when he didn't think he'd get away from the zombies in time. Then, he asked me something that made me stop short. He asked me why I stopped to help him. Apparently, when he was first running from the zombies, he'd seen someone else a ways off and called them for help, and they stopped to look at him, but kept going and didn't turn back. I was a little shocked, even though I really shouldn't be. I had, after all, had that momentary thought to just keep going to the boat myself. But I told him that it was just a matter of principle for me. I couldn't knowingly walk away from someone who needed help. So I told him where I was staying and also told him about the broadcast in case he was able to get his hands on a radio. We parted ways and I headed home. So later that night, I was still thinking about that first person who had ignored Jason's call for help. And the phrase, ships passing in the night, came to mind. I remembered it as being used to describe how fleeting the intersection of two lives can be. How briefly people we don't know can flicker in and out of our lives. Like that first stranger in Jason. Like myself and Jason. And then I remembered something I read a long time ago about the Titanic. And I thought we could push that phrase further. Because... Sometimes, as you pass another ship in the night, you may hear a cry in the dark, a person in danger shouting for help, distress rockets and SOS signals wailing into the night, and in those fleeting moments, you get to make a choice. Are you the Californian, the closest ship to the Titanic, which saw the distress rockets and saw the lights on the horizon and sat and did nothing, or... Are you the Carpathia, turning on a dime, pushing all steam to the engines, racing to help? We can't say for sure what caused the Californian to not help the Titanic that night. Whether it was apathy or incompetence or fear, we don't know. But we do know that every single soul who survived the Titanic survived because of the Carpathia because the crew and passengers of that ship raced nearly 60 miles through ice fields above their maximum speed in the dead of night, readying lifeboats, readying triage to pull them from the water. That other stranger and I were both ships passing Jason in the night, as we all will be to others at some point. And when given the chance to turn away or do good, always err on the side of reckless compassion. I know I will. This has been Jennifer Long from Mercury, a broadcast of hope, urging you, as always, to take care of each other.